Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Happy Holidays! This is episode number 276 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is For God So Loved the World. Christmas is fastly approaching. We have celebrated our Thanksgiving Day holiday, and now we're preparing for the time of when we celebrate when our Lord entered into the world. And I thought that the best thing for this month would be to focus upon a scripture that is very familiar to all of us, but still one that you can never, never overlook. And that is John 3, 16 to 17. I'm going to read it out of the New King James Version. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, please, I know this is a familiar scripture, but I pray that you'll stay with me this month as we just uh, focus on and just remind ourselves of some of the key things that come from this passage. Because when you think about it, that's why we celebrate Christmas is because of God's love for the world and his giving to us his only begotten son. So when I look back over the scripture, some of the key points that come out is that God so loved, that is such a rich love there, and then the world, and he gave, and then it's his only begotten son, and it's for whoever believes in him, and the whole point of not perishing, but having everlasting life. And that God again, ultimate, holy God, sent his son again to this condemned, sinful world, not to condemn it, because it was already condemned, but through him to be able to be saved. So this verse is the gospel in a nutshell. It reveals the love of God shown in action. God could have just said he loved us, but he didn't just say it. He demonstrated his love by putting it in action. This scripture tells us many things. Number one, the source of this love is God. Number two, the magnitude or scale of the love is the world. Number three, The sacrifice given because of this love is his giving his only begotten son. And then four, the results of this love was that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. God's motivation toward people and toward you 
is love. Not the familiar family, friend, or sexual love expressed among people today. His love is described as agape love, which supersedes any love that can be produced by any person. It is pure, unselfish, sacrificial, and unconditional, and can only be provided by God himself. That is why we celebrate Christmas in the first place, because God, in his love, sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, into the world, born in a manger to solve the worst problem that the world had. And that problem is the sin problem that engulfs all mankind and condemns him to an eternal separation from God. Now, there's no committee, organization, or intellectual person who can solve this issue for any of us. The gospel or good news is that God has taken care of it for us. But we must believe in what he has done to partake of the solution for ourselves. And yes, you're not excluded. It's for everyone. Maybe you are looking forward to Christmas and anticipating some gifts you may receive. Well, God's love was expressed in giving of his most precious gift. And of course, that gift is his son, his only begotten son, which expresses his one and only son. Think of something that you value and something that you it would be really hard for you to release or give up. That's a kind of poor example, but really when you think about how precious God's son was to the father, then maybe you might be able, in a little, little glimpse, be able to understand what it would be like if you gave up something that was very valuable to you. Well, in this scripture, it says, for God so loved the world. The world here includes all mankind. God does not love man's sin or the wicked world system, but he does love the people that are in the world and would have it that none should perish. The word world refers to a place in need of God's saving grace. This explains why Jesus came to save and not to condemn. The fact is, is that the world really, on its own, is already in a state of condemnation. You don't have to teach people how to sin. It comes natural and continuously without any outside help. If you're honest, you know that this is true. You don't have to teach a toddler how to be selfish over a toy. You don't have to teach a teenager how to sneak. You don't have to teach an adult how to be greedy. Somehow, the lying, fornication, adultery, gossiping, and a host of other things just pour out, even unexpectedly at times. So then what do you do? Well, you can turn to Jesus, who is able to save you from this lifestyle and from the death and condemnation that awaits those who do not put their faith in Jesus. And the reason why, again, is because for God so loved the world, a love that cannot be measured, a love that is unfathomable to us, and that, again, we can't produce it on our own. But the beautiful thing is that all of us are the object of this love, everyone in the world. Remember, world here includes all mankind. 
God's love is not limited to a few or one group of people, but his gift is for the whole world. Now you have to understand, this statement would have been a challenge for Jewish believers who were used to thinking of God as loving only Israel. You know, in the Old Testament and other Jewish writings, it had spoken mainly only of God's love for his people Israel. But God's love is a universal love found elsewhere in the Bible. You know, God's love for the world made it possible for whosoever that believes in Christ, not Jews alone, are able to have eternal life. Now, this is especially true in the book of Acts, which I had just completed teaching for our community Bible study. It reveals how the gospel message of God's love for all mankind started in Jerusalem and spread all the way to Rome which was the center of the earth, so to speak, at that time. So God's love is for all people, not just some. There are people today, I'm sure, who believe they do not need to hear this gospel message and be saved. They may think they are no worse than the next person. They may compare themselves with those around them and conclude that they're pretty good, that they're a pretty good person in comparison to him or her. But the Bible lets us know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have fallen short and sinned against God. No one is exempt and no one has the solution to fix this problem on their own. But God, he has provided a solution and a wonderful plan to deliver each of us if we so desire to be delivered. God's love is not restricted to any one nation or to any spiritual elite. If you are a Christian, let this podcast remind you of the precious gift the Father gave you through his Son, Jesus Christ, and to take a moment to share this gift with others, especially at this time. Maybe it could be through a phone call, a card, FaceTime, or whatever. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. If you're not a Christian and you do not understand all of what this gospel message means, please go to our website given at the end of this podcast and on the home page, go to the section that talks about having new life in Christ and contact us. We're more than willing to help you understand this precious gospel message and why Christ came during this time of Christmas. Please understand that Jesus' birth at Christmas is ultimately tied to his death, burial, and resurrection, which was necessary to save all mankind from the penalty and judgment of their sins. If you're unfamiliar with what I'm sharing, please, please contact us. This is the most important decision that you'll ever make. So don't go into the new year never having received the free gift Jesus came to give you personally. Yes, he knows you personally and came to demonstrate his love just for you. If God is moving upon your heart and spirit even now, you can stop and say a prayer calling upon him to save you and to forgive you for your sins, and he will do that. So you don't have to put it off. We do suggest that you go to our website so you can understand what you have done through that prayer if you pray that prayer. And also, come back next week to learn more. 
And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.